Why are we not using like that light? Because I had to unplug it. This light. Okay. Hey there, everybody. I'm Ben. I'm here with Clydette. And you're listening to the things that we tell each other. And it's been a long time. It has been. Too long. Too long. We've actually missed recording. Very much. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk about a little bit why... Why we've been absent for so long? It was a culmination of things. Mm -hmm. um, the car getting stolen, you switching jobs, um, kind of the the depression and sadness around you leaving the job that brought us here. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course... That job was 10, you know, it was tied to the longest relationship of my life, the longest friendship of my life, and that has disintegrated as a result of you leaving that job. So I've been depressed, mm -hmm. very down. Um, I probably haven't had this kind of depression for a couple years, so it was kind of scary because uh, there's been a couple of days of the pain was so bad i did not know what to do with it so we were in a funk with mm -hmm. that and then um we've had you know a little we we were sick a couple times and then it's just been a couple things but we've really missed doing it and also we've been so grateful to the people that reached out and were like why didn't you what what the heck like yeah. there, there hasn't been any episodes dropped so i like that's always shocking to me that people actually listen to it. So, yeah, yeah but it's been a little hiatus. But, it's been a little bit. But we're back. We are back. Why do you seem like you have more to say there? Um, I'm kind of pensive about also we wanted to take a moment to kind of pay homage to the last episode we did mm -hmm. where we uh, had a guest on. Mm -hmm. We had our friend April from Pennsylvania on, and after the episode, and she heard it air, she had put a post on the page, and I, you know, it's not fair. It's not fair to say she was upset, but she, she did a great job mm -hmm. of expressing frustration mm -hmm. that we were basically communicating in the last episode. That people who say stuff like thoughts and prayers, her her take on it was not all people fail to show up. Right. Well, specifically Christians. Yeah. Right. And what I want to say after a lot of thought and a lot of processing, mm -hmm. she, you know, she's right in the sense that, you know, we did an episode about the waste of thoughts and prayers mm -hmm. and how we... We're not bound to thoughts and prayers because as agnostics, we actually have to show up. We can't right. just say we're praying for you. Her counter argument was, I show up too. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I want to say to all those believers out there that do show up, we see you. Mm -hmm. We respect you. But you've got to understand you are the few. Right. You are not the majority. Right. We you feel are the like minority. You're showing up despite your religion. But you're the minority. Mm -hmm. So April is the minority. Right. She's not the norm. Mm -hmm. And we want to pay homage to that and say, we hear you. We recognize that. We respect what you had to say on our Facebook page. And you do show up. April has been there for us continually. Mm -hmm. She's never abandoned us. She's never rejected us. Um, and when we're sad, she's there. Right. When we have told her that there's been 10 multiple negative events in our life in the past two months, mm -hmm. she was inquisitive and wanted to know how she could help. Right. She's the minority. Mm -hmm. What people need to understand is... I'm 47 years old. You're in your early 40s. We have lived an entire life enmeshed in Christianity. 
April is not the norm. Mm-hmm. April's dedication is not the standard. Right. It is an anomaly to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too far into the topic of thoughts and prayers, but we just wanted to say that we love you, yep. April, and we respect what you had to say right. in the Facebook, and we love that you disagreed with us. Mm-hmm. And we love that we offer a space where people can say, hey, Mm -hmm. I hear you, but I don't agree with you. Right. And I think what we're trying to point out is not necessarily attacking the people of religion per se, but more like we're pointing out the brokenness of the system that is Christianity Mm -hmm. or the religious version of Christianity Mm -hmm. slash, did I say hypocrisy? (laughs) <laughs> and I, you know, I've told the story before. I think I told it on our last when we had our other, you know, name, mm-hmm. title, direction of our last podcast. That I'll never forget. It's etched in it's etched in my memory forever of my father saying, "I had more people show up for me when I was lost than when I was found." And the story that he tells that when early in the marriage to my mother, they had quite a bit of money Mm -hmm. from a settlement that the government had to pay because he was in a plane crash on his way to Vietnam. And because the pilot was flying with illegal papers stating that he was healthy when indeed he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And he had a massive heart attack, died in the air. The plane plummeted into a mountain. My father was burned over 80% of his body and spent five years in a burn unit. He tells a story about when he first had all that money coming in after the plane crash and he was lost, quote, was still an atheist. Mm -hmm. He had more people show up for him when he was stranded in the middle of the night on the side of the road with a flat tire or when mom was depressed and tried to kill herself over infertility. He had more people show up then than when he was a pastor And he would try to put the word out, we need you, and nobody was there. Mm -hmm. And that is etched in my memory, because to this day, my father is still a believer. And although we do not have a relationship, it it stays in my memory that he was traumatized as a Christian by Mm -hmm. the fact that nobody showed up for him. Right. And just like your father... My father suffered horrific depression as a pastor, Mm -hmm. horrific abuse, verbal slander, emotional terrorist activities as a pastor, just like your father. Mm -hmm. So that's it's it's painful to think about my dad saying that. Right. But we want to just say, you know. Thank you, April, for the insight and for being on the podcast. And next time when you visit, hopefully you won't be deathly ill <laughs> and hacking up a lung because it was it was sort of like watching Tombstone when you know Val Kilmer oh, yeah. dying mm-hmm. of of tuberculosis. <laughs> so when she comes back, hopefully she'll be able to breathe and she can talk through a whole podcast. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And just everybody excuse right now because we're recording in a new spot and my son wants to be held and he's panting and he's... <laughs> but he's also like barking at the... He's barking at the dryer. The dryer that you the, can hear in the background. Yeah, he's barking <laughs> at the dryer. Two rooms away. He's on high alert about the dryer and then he's also sorts of adorable because mommy didn't see him all day. So mommy's <laughs> got to kiss him and hug him. I was telling the chiropractor today about him. And my chiropractor's like, did you seriously name him Loki after the character Loki? I said, well, yeah, but also, you know, we also subscribe to the the Greek mythology of where Mm -hmm. Loki was first founded, why Loki was named Loki in the Avengers, which I guess people don't understand that Loki is after a real god. Right. But yes, he is named after Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Because he came into (laughs) our lives the same year that Tom Hiddleston took the character Loki to epic levels Mm -hmm. because he played him so brilliantly. And yes, our son is loving and a great person, but he's also mischievous AF. Yep, for sure. He is so mischievous. He woke us up at 2 o'clock this morning trying to sell us, trying to sell us 
that it was 4 a.m. and he needed to be fed. And I mm-hmm. told him he was a liar and he needed to go back to sleep. You know what upset me about that, though? What? Like, because he was trying before that. Yeah. And I'd just gotten him to settle. At, at When he woke me up? And then you, like, made a massive move, mm-hmm. which alerted him to, Mommy's up now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go bug Mommy. And if Mommy's up, surely it means I can eat and get a yeah. greenie. Yeah. But he's, like, he he rules our lives. He, people are like, it's just a dog. No, you don't understand something. And these parents that want to talk about, oh, they didn't sleep while they had an infant. <laughs> we have not slept in yeah. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So parents, let me ask you a question. How many years of the child did you not sleep? Yep. Once the child hits a certain age, you start sleeping. Mm-hmm. Our child has been on the same clock since he was weeks old. Yep. And the only time you and I have ever slept in is when we've been without him, mm-hmm. which has been heart-wrenching right. when we went on a few vacations. Mm-hmm. That is the only time we've slept in, so maybe four times in 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he gets up at 4 a.m. And he wants to eat at 4 a.m. Yep. So, but is he worth it? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. So what's on your little notes there that I don't know about? So my next note, it's a final note about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had a reaction to that. Well, the people can hear my ice swooshing around. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying a nice glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. It was buy one, get one free, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, I said I wasn't going to week drink. Yeah. Like, it's a Monday. Mm. And I I, had, I I gave it up for during the week. But I've had a really crappy day. And, yeah. Go for it. a glass of wine. So, I've got a little bit of a, a pickle to pick with you. Mm-hmm. Did you like what I just did there? No, I don't. It's obnoxious. That was pretty go good. Ahead. I'm really, I just came up with it. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, come yes. on. No, go ahead. Tell the people. So we've had a tradition since... Our, our whole marriage. Yeah, our, since the beginning of... Where do... We've... Did I get it in Germany? Germany. Yeah, so we it's have... It's a tradition in, from Germany. It's, but there, that's actually a myth. It's not... Really? Yeah. Wait, what? The pickle didn't originate? It, it origi- so the pickle that we bought, like we bought it in Germany, but yeah. it's not a German tradition. They... It was kind of made up as a joke. And then, of course, Americans turned it into a whole thing. And, of course, the Germans wanted to make money off of Americans. So it turned into a whole thing. Huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we've done this the whole time where you you take the pickle, you hide it in the tree. And we've every year we've switched. One year you hide the pickle, which this sounds sexual. It's not it's not sexual because that, that there is a. <laughs> there are multiple memes on Facebook that make it sexual, but it's a glass pickle. Yep. One year you hide it, I have to find it. Mm-hmm. Then the next year. So this year was your turn. It was my turn this year. And I've been looking. So we set up Christmas. Beginning in November. Correct. So I've been looking since the beginning of November. And like just today, I was still looking. Because the tree disgustingly mm-hmm. is still up, but it and is coming down. It's it, The whole house came down, but yeah. the tree, we just have to break the tree right. down. But here's where, here's, here's where I'm upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've I've been willing to accept defeat multiple times this Christmas season while looking for this pickle because mm-hmm. I've been on my hands and knees. I've walked around the entire tree. I've like I've like I've take I've sectioned it off in my brain and just looked in sections, just scouring this tree. I want to say at least four times I've said to you, "Okay, I'm done. I can't find it," and you've convinced me. Every single time to keep looking. Yes. Now, do you want to tell our audience what you admitted to me today? I never hid the pickle. Mm-hmm. The pickle never came out of the box. But I let you look for it since the beginning of November. But not just look for it. I've been willing to throw in the towel 
mm-hmm. because I've looked over this tree so many times trying to find this pickle. And I and I kept encouraging you not to give up, <laughs> right? Because it was more it was entertaining to me. <laughs> If I encourage you to not give up and you kept looking, uh-huh. that was entertaining to me. And you What kept was the entertainment? That you were looking for something that wasn't there. That was hilarious to me. And hmm. it 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 was just an evil thing and It's very evil. Yeah, but I got a lot out of it. So <laughs> I don't know how I mean, joy came from it. So huh. Ex- explain evil to me when joy. Yeah, it was very one one sided. A lot like some things in marriage are. Oh, yeah. But here's the deal. I <laughs> I would like to kind of say right now that moving forward, for yeah. the rest of our lives, we can't ever lie. That's crooked. There's a crooked picture in here. I can't even take it. Um, that we can't lie about the pickle. It's either you really hid the pickle, like from now on. As soon as the pickles hit, so we how have to did you say, even come up with that you weren't you just weren't going to? Well, put it because up. here's here's newsflash, couldn't find the pickle. Oh, so I went through every oh like the actual ornament. You I went to find every it. ornament box twice. Uh huh. So apparently the pickle got packed separate <laughs> of the ornaments. Interesting. So when I was like, I can't find it. I was like, I'm just going to let them believe it's on the tree. I believed you. And see how long this goes. And Mm -hmm. it it went from the beginning of November till the beginning of February, which is a long damn time. But, like, it was even to the point, there were a couple of times where we'd just be sitting in the living room and you'd be like, so have you found the pickle yet? (laughs) And I'd have to get up and, like, look again. Mm Mm-hmm. And every time it brought me great joy to watch (laughs) you look endlessly for something that wasn't there. And I can't I help even that. Had your son helping me look? Oh, Loki! Look, and then Loki was helping you look today because you picked him up and mm-hmm. you were like scanning him in front of the tree like some kind of puppy flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> and to no avail, there was no there was pickle. no pickle. And I, I was just waiting for you to officially say, "I'm done. You yeah. won." I can't find it, and then that's when I was going to Yeah, but I did that several times. Yeah, but I didn't believe you. (laughs) You you said you were dumb, but I could tell you still had some search left in you, so I felt like I need to let him still pursue it. And then when when I'm bored of this, when it stops being entertaining, (laughs) but it was never, ever not entertaining, even up until today when the confession came about, when I said there is no pickle, the pickle was never hidden, I can't help it that it just, God, it was so entertaining to watch you look for it. Yeah, it's evil, but I mean, we're we're into this marriage a long time now, and like we need to do stuff, you know, to keep it to keep it hopping, hmm. like to keep it mysterious. So hey, find the pickle. So if I had done that to you, I'd have kicked you in the balls, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Square in the balls. Mm-hmm. Yep, it would have been a ball shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would have kicked you in the pickle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you would have not hid the pickle, I would have kicked you in the pickle. Yeah. But anyway, Merry Christmas. It's over. I can't. I'm so (laughs) sick of Christmas. Jesus. I can't even. I can't take another moment of Christmas. But yeah. So uh, I'd like to make amends. But until I actually feel guilt, there's no point in me making amends. (laughs) So to be continued. To be continued. Ouch. I'll return on another episode when I feel like I feel bad about this. Okay. So, but just don't hold your breath, as they say, Mm -hmm. because I don't know that I'm going to feel guilt about this because it was impeccably entertaining Mm -hmm. for months. Not like one week, right. two weeks. You carried this on for months. It wasn't months. like Advent. It was November, a thing. November, December, January. Months. Part of February. Part of February. I would have kept going until, you know, see, we're happy to get the tree down because we're finally getting it down. We're getting our apartment back. But, anywho. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. On that note, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break. Roger. We're going to do it. On the break, Ben's going to go look for the pickle. We're going to run an advertisement for who? 
Spotify. Mm-mm. Yeah. Why do you do that every time? Because I swear to God, that's what I think it is every Anchor. There Gosh, we go. Bless but America. Spotify does own Anchor now. All right, Anchor. I mean... Anchor. You're, you're you know what makes a good anchor? A pickle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we sell at my job? A pickle? Those pickles in the bag. And I think it's the grossest thing. Oh, that's thing. the most disgusting thing. But Something people, just beeped. What was I, that? I hit. Yeah, that's disgusting. But people, people love People love that. The other thing they love here in Florida is the fried pickle. That's disgusting. The hmm. pickle fried in... I'm intrigued. Ew. God, that's like cardiac Speaking arrest. Speaking of, of my job, uh-huh. um, this crazy homeless lady. Wait, are you going to tell the homeless lady story before or after the break with Anchor? I'm going to tell it now. All right, go ahead. Because I think we have plenty of content after. Okay. So. I'm going to play with my fidget spinner while you tell she, the story. So I do have a problem. I So my work is kind of around a, a large homeless community yeah god love them which i do have a hard time like it's hard balancing empathy with defensiveness yeah because they steal they steal a lot they bother customers a lot they they throw trash all over the place yeah Yeah. but then i also feel bad for them it's hard but she so she if you hit the mic one more time i'm going to punch you please don't go ahead so she she does bother customers a lot. She'll like stand in the parking lot and beg a lot and um, and steal. So I kicked her out because she came in and I told her like, "I caught you stealing last time. Don't come in again." And she came in and then she's proceeding to grab one of my carts and walk off with the cart. So I followed her, and then that surprised her. So she like let go of the cart and I said, "I took out my phone." I said, "Well, you know, pose for the police." And lo and behold, she posed, like, hand in the air, huge smile, like, posed for, for the picture that I was I get. saw the photo, <laughs> and I got to let everybody out there know, she looked awesome. Like, she totally G-posed for the photo. So Ben is like, pose for the photo, because I'm showing it to the police, and she's like, she gave the most what's OG... Pose. What's even great though is like the first because I didn't really think she was going to pose. So like the first oh, photo I took was like super fast, so it ended up being blurry. So I said, "Oh no!" Like pose again, and she did, totally did it again. So I, <laughs> I know it was an awesome photo. It was awesome. Yeah. I wish I don't know. I could probably get in trouble if I shared it on Facebook. Um. Well, then the other thing going on. Oh, my God, I did not mean to yawn that the people need to know is so you need to stop chasing people who steal because Mm -hmm. you're going to get shot in your face. So for the record, you're going to get shot in your face for the record to my company. (laughs) I've I've never chased anybody. (laughs) We're not saying who you work for. (laughs) (laughs) But Ben is known among the staff for chasing down theft. And we, you need to all know, if, if you've not worked a retail job, because I also almost got fired when I was in college. Well, but chasing down, too, in the sense that, like, I do go after, like, I, I will track them to the store. Yeah. I will, I will get the camera footage, like, and I will report it to the police. Yeah. Like, I've done a lot of work in that area, too. Yeah, but, I mean, when you physically went after the guy with the, that was stealing the beer, mm-hmm. that was pretty reckless and dangerous. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you got the beer back. He so. was so surprised, though, he just set the beer down on the ground and <laughs> yeah. kept walking. He was like, I see you chasing me, and I raise you, abandoning this beer and fleeing on foot. <laughs> Yeah. It'd be really cool if we could film film this at work. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it would be to the backdrop of bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they steal from you? Yep. Bad boys, bad boys. Anyhow. But, yeah, I love that. I love that picture of that woman. <laughs> I, I kind of want to have it, like, as my profile picture. Yeah. But I can't. Mm-hmm. All right, right. so on that note, thank you, Anchor. We're going to run an advertisement, and then we'll be back. Peace. 
Welcome back. Oh, nothing? I'm just waiting for Loki to make multiple mm. sounds on the podcast. Because he's, <laughs> he's being cuddled right now. So let's talk about... Let's talk about... How you're a serial killer of cell phones. I am a serial phone killer. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. I'm responsible it's for so many things. Because you yep. are super careful about everything. But there's yep. something about your phone. My phone. You just nonchalantly yep. throw them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Drop them. Drop them. Drop them all the time. Flip them off a towel into a pool. Flip them into the pool. Mm-hmm. Drop them. We were pet sitting. Drop my phone in the pool. Yeah. Which wouldn't have been as bad. But the Except phone you'd already cracked. Popped it and cracked it so when the, the the water infiltrated the crack, yep. it was I don't know if you've ever seen a cell phone swell. Yep. But they actually swell, and mm-hmm. this phone was three times its normal size. Yep. So we had a brand new phone to the tune of nine hundred dollars that you bought me. Oh, it was more than that. It was more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was visiting my friend, my good friend, who I was actually going to talk about her a little bit too Mm -hmm. and what she went through and i was walking and like in typical millennial fashion i wasn't paying (laughs) attention and i stepped off a curb and the phone flew up like in a movie and it went and it spun and then it slammed face down here's the disturbing part this friggin phone had a cover on it Mm-hmm. But it did not prevent it from nope. cracking the screen. And not just cracking it. Cra- <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Are you all I'm, right? I'm so upset. Yeah. Like, it hit it just right mm-hmm. where it basically turned your phone into a disco party. Yeah. So the screen was just flashing. Mm-hmm. Yep. What would crack me up is... <laughs> this is... <whoa>. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm allergic to the story. I'm allergic to something. Like, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and, and you'd the be Y'all ready for this? The phone would just be flashing. And I would try to see through it. Every yep. flash, I would be like, oh, I see a picture. Yep. Flash, read a text. Flash, read another text. It was bad. So we went one week like that. Mm-hmm. And I and then Verizon is like, you know, screw you. We don't give a shit. So we take it to a company. They're going to fix it. But Verizon's going to give us a credit. What the hell ever. Screw you. Mm-hmm. So when but I... The company we took it to, I will say... They were wonderful. They were wonderful. They were wonderful. And so when I dropped it off, <laughs> it was like a 12-year-old kid working... The desk. I mean, seriously, he mm. did not look like he had ever seen or heard of puberty. <laughs> he was like that young. <laughs> and I woke up with this broke ass phone, and and he's like, he's like, um, he he takes the phone. And he's like, all right, it'll be about two hours. And I said, do you need me to do anything else? He goes, you can take the cover with you. And I just said, without hesitation, I'm like, you mean the cover that didn't do jack shit when I dropped it? And he goes, well, being honest with you, this is really not a cover. It's just like for pretty. Uh And I'm like, in all my life, and I said to him, do I look like somebody that buys anything just for pretty? Like, I really thought this was a legit (laughs) fucking cover. Like, I cursed. (laughs) I cursed. I was so mad. And he goes, "I, I got something for you. I'll tell you what cover to buy mm-hmm. so now this thing i have now which everybody knows OtterBox, like you can drop that shit from a 12-story building and the phone is not going to crack i have a step down from that i don't actually think so what? i think it's just it's auto box like you're you're paying for the name and you're paying for auto just right. like just like the other um so this is i mean yeti just like right. yeti so this brand that we bought you is actually love it it's really good but it's a cover so the top of my phone you Mm -hmm. think you're looking at the screen oh no no au contraire ma frere that's a cover Mm -hmm. and then the back is a cover Mm -hmm. so it's not it's it's amazing but Mm -hmm. i really do so i don't understand this problem i have i don't because i don't break anything yeah i don't right i i'm not disheveled in any area of my life but you also so we got in a little bit of a fight the other day 
<laughs> oh yeah. In the morning. Yeah. It was. A, I don't even remember what it was. Oh, about. it was a fight. Yeah. It was but Vietnam. Like, when, when we argue, <laughs> which is rare. You tend to like. I shouldn't say. I tend snowball. To, but when I you snowball. go to more towards the angry <laughs> side of things, <laughs> things do get thrown. <laughs> <laughs> and you happen to have your phone in your hand. <laughs> you started to actually throw your phone. I just and I can see the like look of panic on your face. Myself. Yep. And you stopped this like I your stopped. hand went and you slowed it down I, and you just gently sat oh, onto the ground. No, no, no. I picked up the phone. I was like, this bitch is about to fly. <laughs> in true Italian fashion. It was like, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Mm-hmm. And at the last second, my brain kicked in like, do not. As mad as you are right now at your husband, yep. do not throw this phone because that shit is costing a fortune. And you were actually aiming towards the TV, too. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I do. But I was watching wait, the angle. Wait, I, I just want to clarify something, okay? <laughs> Let's just clarify something, all right, for the people. <laughs> it's rare. It's rare that we fight. It is right. really mm. rare. It's very rare. Right. But, like, understand, from the top of this podcast, you all heard, I've lost my best friend. I've lost my best friend's dog. I've lost... Uh, you lost a job mm-hmm. through my best friend. Life has been very hard. We lost our car. Mm-hmm. We've been, we've been behind financially because mm-hmm. you... Got screwed out of pay. Like, it's so many bad things have happened. And yeah. it's like o- over turf. It's pretty much an over turf thing for bad things to happen. So right. understand, <laughs> I was so charged by the time we're having this minor right. debate. Yeah. And so we're having a fight. And then I do. And everybody needs to hear this. Okay. I'm women, curious to see where this goes. We, no, women do this shit. Okay. <laughs> And in therapy, I tell women, don't do this shit. Mm-hmm. Don't do this shit. And then I did it to an epic level. And the what? shit I'm speaking of is stay in the now. Yeah. If the fight, the fight was about a certain topic. Right. I went to 10 years ago. Yeah. Four years ago when you broke a glass. I went to like... One time when you forgot something back 20, you know, women do this shit and it's disgraceful. And I and when I'm doing marital therapy, I'm like, I'm always like, okay, everyone, when you're having the argument, keep it about what's going on. Mm -hmm. If the argument is about that he forgot your anniversary one day ago, stay one day ago. Me, when that fight kicked off. I was bringing up shit you did when you were 11 mm-hmm. that I wasn't even privy to, mm-hmm. okay? That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We snowball shit. So I snowballed all the shit. I bring up the past, which was totally unethical. It was unethical for me to bring up the past in this fight. And in that moment, my father came out. My father was a <laughs> rageful, vengeful yep. son of a bitch. I've heard that things were thrown. He broke shit all the time. I went into years of therapy to mm-hmm. stop being that angry. Because not only am I angry because I'm a Leone, <clears throat> I'm angry because I'm Italian, mm-hmm. I'm angry because I'm a woman, mm-hmm. I'm angry because so much bad shit's happened to me. But my DNA, I fight my DNA every single day because my DNA is like explode. Explode. Mm-hmm. Because Nick Leone exploded all the he couldn't open up like a shutter on a camera that camera would fly across the room through a glass door and i remember being four years old and watching that shit happen Mm -hmm. so i i'm not proud of that right but here's what we do need to be proud of Hmm. in the moment Uh i noticed that yes, that camera was leaving your hand. It was probably going to break the, or the, not the camera, your phone uh-huh. was probably going to break the phone. Well, maybe not because it was in that really cool case, uh-huh. but for sure it was going to break the TV. Uh-huh. And you totally stopped yourself. I stopped it. And it was the funniest thing ever. Because later, now, 
tell the people, mm-hmm. did Mr. Ben laugh? You did not. Mm-mm. See, here's the thing. When I picked up that <clears throat> phone and I was ready to chuck it because I was yelling at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you would have laughed mm-hmm. in that moment when I decided to put the phone down, mm-hmm. I would have stabbed your face. So what like, was really funny, it wasn't even the fact that you were throwing the phone. It was how you stopped yourself. I stopped myself. And this very gently placed it on the floor. Mid-rage. <laughs> mid-rage. This zen feeling came over me like, this shit just cost us $350. Dude, yeah. Do not throw this phone. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't throw the phone. And I didn't laugh. But then yesterday, my God, do you, do you, all right, come on, <laughs> Loki, stop. Jesus, get a CPAP. Stop. He has sleep apnea. So yesterday, I was sitting on your lap, which I'm just going to tell the people. It sounds dirty, but it wasn't. I was sitting on your lap, and we were lamenting. <laughs> we were lamenting about the fight. And I was like, I love you so much. I'm so sorry this fight happened. And I was like, I had to bring it up. I'm like, did you catch the part where I almost threw the phone, but I stopped myself? This bitch started to laugh (laughs) so uncontrollably that he couldn't breathe. Yep. Because he was picturing me about to chuck that phone. I wasn't, oh, just so you know, just so you know, in the moment, as rage, (laughs) as much rage was in me. Not only did I have the 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 fortitude to stop throwing it, mm-hmm. I actually realized that the trajectory of the phone was headed towards our beautiful TV. Mm-hmm. I was actually ready to chuck it just slightly to the left so it would not hit the TV. Oh, so just the glass door but instead. In, but in the moment, cool. all this was happening. Yeah. Put the phone down. Don't throw it towards the TV. A li- aim a little to the left. Calm down. Yeah. This isn't that big of a deal. That's how women are. This shit was happening, like, I'm talking, like, milliseconds of calculation and and redistribution and, like, shit. And I just put that phone down. Yep. But then when I put the phone down, that caused me to jump to my feet because I was that mad. Mm -hmm. And I know you get super scared when I Mm -hmm. get on my feet. If the argument starts and I'm seated and I stand up, shit's about to get real. It's pretty much over at that point. Shit's about to get real. Yep. Like... We see you, Iraq. This is way scarier. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we made it through it. We made amends. We made up. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was playing with my fit spinner from the company that I work for. Your what? This is a fit spinner. Oh, fit. I thought it was yeah. a fidget spinner. I call it a fit spinner because oh, okay. I feel more sure, fit sure. when I spin it. How is that making you fit? My fingers are getting in shape. <laughs> see? <laughs> see how that goes? Look at Loki. Loki's like, look at this. This is awesome. He's smelling it right now. (laughs) Stop, Loki. Anyway, okay, so that's the end of that. So let's move on. Let's move on. What what do you got on your notes? What's next? I got on my notes. All right, so... I'm about to pee my pants because I was laughing so hard at throwing the phone. So it's a question, Mm -hmm. and I have an explanation of the question. Mm -hmm. Would you name a cockroach that was going to be fed to an animal after an ex? Meaning somebody you broke up with. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What dumbass area did you find this article at? <laughs> this it, this is seriously a question. Yeah. Would I name a cockroach? Yeah. That's going to be fed to something mm-hmm. after an X. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that would do nothing so for the, me. So the San Antonio Zoo will let you name a cockroach after an X, and then they feed it to an animal. Okay. Like kind of, but they're also doing it's like they're. It's there's a couple of things they're doing it as part of their Valentine's Day special. Oh my god! And then also like it's a oh fundraiser that god. they're like giving like because you can do it for ten dollars oh and they're giving god. the money to something. But no. no, no, no. I think it's interesting. It's interesting. Would you do it? Would you name? No, no, no. You're classier <clears throat> than that. You don't even like to talk about your ex-wife. Why would you name a cockroach after your ex-wife? Right. Yeah. I don't have that much emotion invested in anything. No, and I really admire that. And as far as the but, I mean, only... but some people do. Somebody from a therapeutic perspective, like, yeah, does that give you some sense of closure? Like, 
this person really screwed me over, so I'm going to name a cockroach after the... No? Not this. There, there are exercises that I've done with people where they've experienced a therapeutic release. Mm-hmm. But the idea of naming some cockroach somewhere that's going to be fed to something, mm-hmm. that there, what is to get out of that? This is like... Humor? The, no. Is this not- is like the, the gift... And I told you, if you ever do this, I'll divorce you. Hmm? This is like this gift where people buy you a star. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Like, buy me a star? What what moron spends money on a star a billion light years away? Mm -hmm. This is the same thing. This isn't a tangible release. Now, like, if if I get a balloon, and this is a therapeutic exercise... And I write a name on the balloon, and then Mm -hmm. I pop it. That's a tangible release. It's an experience. Me naming, taking a cockroach at some zoo and attaching the name of my ex to said cockroach, and they maybe feed it to an animal, there's no release there. Mm. It's, It's a publicity stunt. It's completely stupid, and it's preying on the emotions of people that need to be angry. Wow. It's stupid. You took a way different nah, take on this stupid. than what it's I thought stupid. you were going to go. It's dumb. Okay. Fuck, no. I'm sorry I brought it up. All right. Well, you should because it's <laughs> stupid. It's dumb. It's making me want to throw my phone. No, it's don't do dumb. that. Yeah. What else, huh. do you have? what else do you have? That was... I thought that there would be more to that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. This is the problem with us not consulting each other before mm-hmm. we record because that shit would have been dead in the water that shit's like the titanic mm-hmm. that shit is going down dumb they, no hmm. I, no and, and really like to think about it all right i've got another story for you all right go ahead. i didn't write it down but i read it go ahead so there was a kid mm-hmm. who i guess the mom went out to do something Left the six-year-old kid with the dad. Mm-hmm. That's trouble right there. And the dad gave the kid his phone to play a game on the phone. And he ordered $1,000 worth of food. Yep, I read it. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> Sorry. I wish you guys could see his face right now because he's in shock that I know about this. Yeah. How? Uber Eats, right? $1,000? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I beat the shit out of that kid. Where did you... As a marital therapist, as a family therapist, I did not just say I beat the shit out of that kid. But let's just put it in perspective. If Uber Eats was a thing when I was a kid and I No, it was actually DoorDash. It was DoorDash. DoorDash. What the... Yeah, yeah, DoorDash. Same thing. If this was a thing when I was a kid and I ordered $1,000 worth of food, Mm -hmm. my parents would beat the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. I would be unrecognizable. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would be I mean, better first of all, for it. I don't know if my parents ever had $1,000 in their bank account for you to be able exactly. to do that. Exactly. I was kind of <clears> impressed <throat> when I read said article. That was the first thing I noticed. Like, I know. Wow. I was like, these bitches got money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, first thing. like, And it could have been more because their bank actually put up a fraud alert because it was so much. Yeah. And it stopped purchases. Yeah. See, here's the thing. This isn't the but, first time this story's been told. We watched Good Morning America, uh-huh. where the little girl ordered $500 worth of Barbie <clears throat> through Alexa. Mm. Okay? Mm. If you have a child mm-hmm. and you have your account linked mm-hmm. to Alexa, you're a moron. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, you're a moron if mm-hmm. your kid can order that much food. Off of DoorDash. Right. And and if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm and wrong. And it was like... Wasn't the kid like five? Six. Th- six. Oh, yeah. my God. But it was like not like mac and cheese or no. pizza. It was like... High-end food. High-end food, mm-hmm. yeah. Like this kid had some... Mm-hmm. Some... What do you call that? Um, Taste. Yeah. The palate was real. There you go. That I was yeah. looking for the word palate. I am... Um, he had an elevated power. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, mom and dad, and I'm and I, you know, I'm I'm full back in the game. I'm 100 a practicing clinical supervisor. I'm a marriage <laughs> and family therapist. I'm going to put it out there. You, you know what? This is on you. Yeah. This is on you. A hundred thousand percent. 
Because if your kid is able to commit this act... Well, and they even said in the story, like, that this kid had been reading since two and a half. Yeah. And... Yeah. Like, they had, like yeah, he's super smart. Well, then don't... Don't give him your phone where he can order $1,000 of anything. Well, I have I have a story to tell you. It's kind of funny. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm a clinical supervisor of a team <clears throat> of therapists, and and our model is in home therapy. And I love my job. I'm mm-hmm. I'm exceedingly over the moon every single day that I get to interact with these therapists that I supervise. One of the therapists that I supervise on my team, and and I really enjoy her. She's she's interesting. She was doing a home session, seven kids in the house. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to imagine what it's like to do a family session with seven kids in the house. So the one kid that was like really absorbing all the energy in the room and like taking up the space, she just handed her phone to the kid. And it was a little tiny kid, young, young. In the time that my therapist that works for me conducted the session this kid went on and ordered four different games (laughs) (laughs) now when i say ordered let's just be clear purchased Mm -hmm. they were not free games Mm -mm. it wasn't a trial run of bejeweled or pac-man this child child this this child was so little that if you dropped this kid in the middle of a mall, it would die. Mm. It wouldn't be able to find its way to anything. Yeah. Ordered multiple games. So she gets her phone bill. And in supervision, she's like telling me that this kid ordered games that she had to pay for. Mm-hmm. This is the way of the world now. What games? Multiple different types of, you know, like... Can- like the Candy Crush kit, but shit that costs money. Yeah. Nothing was free. These kids know. Mm-hmm. Like, these kids are not downloading free shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, our phone, like, are so consumer, like, they want us to spend money. So, like, even just, like... Like I saw a video years ago of like a kid playing around on somebody's phone and just tapping the screen, mm-hmm. and they were all like the whole family was like just like enjoying that this kid is tapping the screen and they're celebrating that he's tapping the screen and next thing you know, like literally nine hundred dollars in tickets. Mm-hmm. And and here's so it could be even accidental. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. When I was a kid, okay, I'm, I'm still in I'm, shock that you. Knew I knew about the this story already. Yeah, I read that article. When I was so I'm forty seven years old. I was born in nineteen seventy five. All right. If we walked out of a room and left a light on, mm-hmm. my father would flip his shit so bad mm-hmm. and he would rant about this light <laughs> for four <laughs> days. How it was gonna break us yeah. financially. Right. If if we could have ordered games on an app yeah. when my parents, we would have been murdered. I mean murdered. Mm-hmm. There would have been, the headline would have read, four kids dead at the hands of their father. Mm-hmm. These kids go on willy-nilly and just order games, order shit off of Amazon, order the Barbie mansion. Mm-hmm. If I asked for the Barbie mansion, I'd probably get punched in the teeth. What about the kids that were told as a punishment that they weren't going to get any Christmas gifts? So they went they went through Alexa and ordered all their Christmas gifts. Good for them. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good for them. Because if parents were taken away from Christmas, you dumb bastards. You dumb bastards. So you're all about... Uh, oh, my God. Until it turns yeah. it for Christmas. No, if no. it's Christmas, yes. you're all for the kids. If you are parents and you try to take Christmas away from your kids and they go behind your back and order Christmas, that's on you, you sick fucks. Like, that's... <laughs> that's disgusting. Wow. I'm sorry. And now we just got the MA rating because I don't give a shit. That's disgusting. You just disgusting. Like if you tell your kids 
they can't have Christmas. So they're just ordering Good. Good. DoorDash just nah. because. Good. Kid Good. needs to be murdered. You told them they couldn't have Christmas and they order Christmas. Uh-huh. They're heroes. Wow. They're heroes. I mean, it is kind of, um, it's a little genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because my favorite part of Christmas, my, mm-hmm. my absolutely hits the greatest playlist, when we still believed in Santa, hook, line, and can sinker. Mm-hmm. Okay, that we believe when we <laughs> Italian sat, comes out sat down in the morning <laughs> and all this shit under the tree we totally believe came from Santa. Mm-hmm. My father sat there in a recliner, mm-hmm. literally with his mafia haircut, and turned to my mother and said, Great, great, how are we going to pay all this off? And we're like little kids sitting there thinking... How do you have to pay this off? This is all from Santa. Mm-hmm. That's how we figured out in our house that Santa was my disgruntled father. <laughs> because this dumbass sat there and he did a laundry list to my mother of what everything cost. Like, new Atari. Oh, my God. How much did that cost? And he went down the list. Mm-hmm. And we're like, how the hell did Santa... How does he know all the prices? Mm-hmm. So, like, these kids these days that do this stuff, I, man, they'd be dead in a household with Nick Leone. They'd be dead. He would seriously murder them. Murder them. It dumbfounds me. And, and like, the fact that these kids know how to do this stuff. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. My niece, all right, my lovely, beautiful niece. Mm-hmm. She can show me things right now on my Samsung Galaxy phone. She is a child. Mm-hmm. She can hand me my phone and be like, oh, nanny, do you want to do this? Do you want to learn this? Swipe, swipe, clickety-click, swipe, swipe, and she teaches me new stuff on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's dumbfounding. I'm, in retrospect, I'm, like, I'm shocked that she hasn't just bought a bunch of stuff off of your phone. Yeah, she... You know what? Stop snoring. Why? Every time I record, he's quiet any other time. And as soon as we bring out the... Is he? No. As soon as we bring out the podcast crap, he starts with the whole, (laughs) I can't breathe. I got to sound like Chewbacca. I got to sound like I'm... Like I need a CPAP. Little CPAP. Little sleep apnea. Oh my God. Sugar, 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 sugar. All right, everyone that can't see, I'm just shaking a little. I'm just shaking a little Yorkshire's head. All right, what else do you have on your paper? Uh, well, we kind of riffed a little bit there for a little bit on the article that we both read about and didn't even know about it. Yeah, I read that article. You know, I'm going to read everything before you ever read it. You know that. I don't know why you're. you're so then, surprised. why aren't you in charge of bringing up interesting articles? Because that bores me. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't feel like bringing up media on the podcast. I'm entertained. When you bring up stuff and you're like, oh, look at me. It's an original thought. I'm entertained by that. I don't have any need to research. I research every day of my life as a therapist. I I don't want to research for the podcast. I just, you bring stuff. If I know it, I know it. If I don't, I don't. That's how it goes. Wow. I have to research every day. Every day. Yeah. Well, then why don't we go go into a grateful? Mm Mm-mm. No. There was something else I was going to talk about before we talked about Grateful. Um, I wanted to talk about backing up a little bit when we were on the subject of my phone. And this is, this is it in closing. We've identified that I you know, have a problem with destroying my phone. Do you know what? There was a phone I never did any damage to. I'd like to just kind of talk about this. I'd like to bring back this subject. And I, I want the viewers you know, and the listeners to talk about flip phones. Mm-hmm. When we were first in love, mm-hmm. and you would send me gifts mm-hmm. because you were courting me, and you were trying to make sure that you married me, mm-hmm. you sent me the pink razor, yeah, Motorola flip phone. And mm-hmm. if you guys don't know what it is, Google that shit. So back in the day, it was the phone. This was the phone. The phone. 
that you had to have. You had to have it. It was a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear anything it on shit. it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't text on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, but it was like it was weird. It was yeah. Everything the, the, about this phone. The buttons would stick. Mm-hmm. Everything about this phone was a piece of garbage. And then try except. It was a razor. It was beautiful. It was thin. And it was pink. I am mm-hmm. And you could get it in all these cool colors. Oh, yeah. Yep. But but let's If just, you had a razor. A razor. You were the shit. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the fact that I was trying to talk to you from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. to Germany mm-hmm. on the razor. Mm-hmm. And it would seriously sound like... <laughs> you would say stuff and you're like so, 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 so. and I'll be like what'd you say Where'd, what did you do today I was like that was how it was mm-hmm. but it did not matter nope, because we had that razors. phone was so freaking awesome to look at yep that was the flip phone I love that phone mm-hmm. but I also loved but it then, like, you bought it for me yeah you were also super excited so to get your first, uh, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was the phone that had the screen, and then you f- you just slid the screen away from the everything else, and it would had a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was around the time that Blackberries were. And then Blackberries were the yeah. the hot ticket. Yeah, but I love my Galaxy, my Galaxy mm-hmm. Samsung. And it's got the stylist. I love that. Oh, I forgot that yours had the stylist. I'm completely 100% How does it access the stylist through the case now? I haven't tried it yet. But let's also explain something. I hate Apple. Mm -hmm. I hate Apple phones. I hate the way they sound. I hate the fact that they're in every movie. In every TV show, I hate the fact that every <laughs> single store I go into, the only cases or the only fun cases with lotus and glitters are for Apple. I hate that shit. I resent it so much. Mm-hmm. My work phone, one of the coolest Apple phones ever. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. Hate texting on it. Hate calling on it. Hate looking up shit on it. Hate it. Mm. I am a droid until death. Okay. Death. That's where I'm at. So I don't know where all you people out there in podcast land sit. Death to Apple. Droid is the only way to go. But there hey, was, Apple, we love you if you want to sponsor us. That won't happen. There, there was a time. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen with that no, attitude. That won't happen. There was a time, though, that you and I were a divided house. There was a short amount in our marriage where you had I an Apple a, phone. Yeah, I had an iPhone. And I had a droid. Yep. And every single time, you'd be, hey, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming home from work. I said, I'm going to for work. I love you. I'm coming That's all I heard. That's all I heard. It was the biggest bunch of bullshit. I've ever had to deal with. Mm-hmm. But my droid, clear as a bell. Mm-hmm. Reception, clear as a bell. Uh, Wi-Fi, on point. How many bars? Every bar. Mm-hmm. Why, but I use Apple phone, it's like one bar, two bar. Nah, I hate it. Steve Jobs, I'm sorry. May you rest in peace. It's bullshit. I hate the Apple. I hate them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's all I have to say. Okay. Do you want to be grateful about something? Yeah, now? I guess now we have to transition into grateful. Go ahead, you go. Oh, okay. So we just Do you watched... Hear this shit? What was the name of the movie we just watched? The with, war movie? No, with um, J-Lo. <gasps> Destination... Or Shotgun Wedding. Mm-hmm. It was so So good. it's very cheesy. Spoiler alert. But I will say, watching that movie Sorry, with you... Sorry, I'm kissing my son. Yeah. I've, I've got to be very grateful because it reminded me <laughs> of the pleasure of having the luckiest day of my life and marrying you and what that was like. And I guess like just a reminder of all the reasons why. That's really sweet. And I also mm-hmm. want to tell you right now that one of our 
favorite people in the world, former parishioner when I was in the ministry, Tracy, mm-hmm. she was at Pilates or yoga or something, and Rascal Flatts' version of God Bless the Broken Road, which is the version of the song that I sang to you on our wedding day came on, mm-hmm. and she texted me and said, I remember that day, it was so beautiful, and I wrote to her, my only regret is when I finished singing the song, I wanted to run down off the altar and hug you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was too improper mm. in a Methodist church on my wedding day to hug you. And that I had had that regret. So that's really sweet that it was an adorable movie. Mm-hmm. And J-Lo can do, J-Lo does nothing wrong. J-Lo is perfect singing, her body, her look, her hair, her face. For acting, it was an adorable movie, and mm-hmm. and that's that's a beautiful, grateful. I am feeling I'm I'm having a bit of a, a hard time with with talking about this because like we've been joking, having a really good time on this episode, but also since we last recorded, I made friends with a a woman and her husband when we moved here, older woman and Mm -hmm. her husband, and he was suffering from Alzheimer's when I met them, and I watched him deteriorate quite quickly, and then just a little bit ago, he actually passed away from cancer, Mm -hmm. so he was battling both Alzheimer's and cancer, and there are not... I've only met a few couples since you and I have been married that I felt were like us. Mm-hmm. And Becky and Mick, they, they're us, but in the future. And Mick died just recently in hospice. It was a beautiful, like Becky found him the most beautiful hospice mm-hmm. facility I've ever seen in my life. I, I really, truly wish I could have given my sister this this type of hospice situation when she died of cancer at, in, you know, in her late 20s. But Mick was a, a, a physics professor. He was a brilliant mind. And to watch him, the last couple times I saw them, for him to not understand how to use a fork or to how to peel away the foil around a Hershey's kiss. It was absolutely gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And to see someone of such a brilliant mind die from a disease that made him not remember anything but his wife. Mm-hmm. So in the final time I saw him in hospice, he knew who Becky was. Mm-hmm. He totally understood who Becky was. He had no idea what else was going on. Right. But the love of his life was holding his hand, mm-hmm. and she was squeezing his hand, and he died. Their love transcended that Alzheimer's. awful disease. Yep. That's right. And I'm not going to lie. He died a very painful death. Mm-hmm. He died an excruciating death. And when he finally drew his last breath, there was, re- there was a relief. And just like when Lynette died, for me, my sister, there was a relief. Mm -hmm. But what I'm grateful for is the fact that we, no matter what we've been through, in these last couple months, I'm not going to lie, they've been excruciating. And we've been so stressed. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason that we left our home, we left our friends, you know, like Sam and Adam and the baby... We left everybody to come here for this job and to be betrayed by the job and to be betrayed and to lose my very best friend around that job. Mm-hmm. We have been down. We have been out. We have been depressed. But what I'm grateful for is no matter what we go through, you know, you're my lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Becky was Mick's lighthouse. And when he was lost in the sea of this disease, in the final moments of his life, he looked up and he recognized her. He saw her. Mm-hmm. He knew who she was. And then he died. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for the fact that no matter where I am in life and when I'm lost and when I'm down and when I'm out and no matter what happens to us, I'll always know home. 
Mm-hmm. I'll always, you'll always be the beacon of light that you are. And yes, we had a bad fight the other day. And yes, we've been stressed out. And yes, we had the car stolen. You lost your job. I lost my best friend. But at the end of the day, we have each other. You're the lighthouse. And, mm-hmm. and, and when the ship is wrong, it, it writes itself as long as I point my direction towards you. Right. And so I'm exceedingly grateful for that because, you know, just watching that man mm-hmm. and all those years they had together, like like decades. Yep. And it can just be gone when it, when a disease erases your memory, mm-hmm. erases the memory of that you have with your with your lover, with your best friend. Mm-hmm. Like it just I want to be in the now and be grateful. And it and now saying all this, it kind of makes the other day and that fight really stupid mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to be, you know, with without you, our son, our yep. son. He's our whole life, guys. So as I'm talking about his daddy, this one's laying here panting. But, yes, I love you, and I'm so grateful that I have you. And if there ever comes a day where I don't recognize you, then I just, I really want that to be my last day. Mm. I don't want to live in a life where I don't know who you are. Well, I can't imagine, as I hit my mic again, I can't imagine, I can't imagine this life without you. I know. Right. So on that note, I guess we should end. Go follow us on Facebook. Go, you know what? I'm going to say it. What? Look forward to some poems from Clyde Epp. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have put that out there. Mm, yeah. But I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I've been writing poems. This is new. Mm-hmm. But I wish you wouldn't have put that out there. Why? But I do know one thing. We need to put this child to bed. Yeah. This child... When it, see everybody if you can hear him he's trying to tell us that it's time for his night night because he knows his routine he knows he knows when he's supposed to go night night yeah right yep. buddy right it's night night all right tell daddy tell daddy to, to say goodbye to the podcast people it's night night all right everybody we, we love hope you guys that you enjoy this life for what it is enjoy the now be with each other yep don't lose your lighthouse yep so on that note we're gonna sign off Good night, everybody. Good night. Or good morning if you're listening to it in the morning.